leveling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. The Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats and Upper Mid Lady Bees tie for the District 7-3A regular season championship. Jackson County and York Institute also tie for the District 5-2A boys crown, while the Warren County Pioneers roll to the District 6-4A title. From UCSportsNation.com, this is the High School Playbook. The Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. The 2022-23 high school basketball regular season is, well, basically over and done with. Good morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Tom Duggan for the high school playbook. We'll be recapping some scores and highlights from Friday night. We're going to talk to some coaches, some players. We're going to get into the upcoming postseason district tournaments all across the area will start this week so it's a busy show today let's waste no time let's get into the friday night scoreboard livingston academy in district 73a wraps up the regular season with a win over stone memorial 49 37 ellie butler with 16 points to lead the lady wildcats now opperman also a winner last night 67 to 44 over to cab county as abigail johnson gets 20 points with the two wins by livingston and opperman they end up tied for the regular season championship at 10-2. and two, And with all the tiebreakers thrown in there, it's going to come down, it looks like, to a coin toss. We'll talk to the coaches coming up. We'll talk to both Coach Leslie Riddle and Dana McWilliams coming up during the program today. Cumberland County secures the number three seed in the district tournament as they beat White County last night, 49-36. White County will take the number four seed for the district tournament. Might also add in District 7-3A, the number one overall seed will also serve as the host for the district tournament, meaning that tiebreaker is going to be ever so important. Other scores from Friday night, Cookville, they maintained their course to try to win the District 9-4A championship, beating Wilson Central 59-16. Allie Gillis with 14 points in the win last night. Van Buren County, they tie with Whitwell for the regular season title in District 6-1A, 59-38 to final score there as Van Buren County and Whitwell each 3-1 and will determine the uh, tiebreaker for the district championship. Clark Range over Clay County, 40-34. Clay County wins the district, District 7-1A. They will not, however, finish undefeated in the district. They will end at 7-1 as Clark Range gets the win and clinches the number three seed for that district tournament. York Institute finishes 8-0 in district as they get 20 points from Miss Basketball finalist Reese Beatty, 74-11. York Institute over Bledsoe County. The Jackson County Lady Blue Devils winners in their finale over Sequatchie County. Good victory for Jackson County, 36-26. Coach Jim Brown and members of the Jackson County Lady Blue Devils join us live here at Chick-fil-A coming up here in just a few moments. Boys side of the district, Livingston Academy up in Stone Memorial and ends their bid to finish undefeated in district play. 63-53 Isaac Story with 14 points for Livingston Academy, who finishes 9-3 and three in the district. Upperman will end district play at 8-4. and four. They get 17 for Braden Roberts, 14 more for Jackson Bush, 57-51 over DeKalb County in Smithville last night. White County, 57-39 over Cumberland County. White County, the number four seed in District 7-3A. Cumberland County will be the number six seed for this week's district tournament. 
Jackson County, a big win over Sequatchie County, 58-32. The Blue Devils finished tied in the regular season standings with York Institute, who won over Bledsoe County, 63-41. Both teams, 7-1 in District 5-2A. We'll talk to Coach Kevin Thomas about the tiebreaker there coming up later in the program. Van Buren County, they win District 6-1A with an 80-53 blowout win over South Pittsburgh last night. Cookville trying to vie for third place in uh, District 9-4A. They get 21 from Josh Hurd last night and a 55-47 win over Wilson Central. Elsewhere, it was Clay County down in Clark Range, 69-40. Clay County wins District 7-1A and finishes undefeated in the regular season at 8-0. Monterey over Red Boiling Springs, 46-26. And Warren County over Udawa, 63-24. We'll talk to Warren County head basketball coach Danny Fish later in the program. Bottom of the hour, we'll have Stone Memorial. Coach Neil Caps and members of the Panther basketball team will join us. But right now, we've got Coach Jim Brown here live from the uh, Jackson County Lady Blue Devils. Coach, first of all, good win for your team last night. Uh, how do, good does it feel to kind of end the regular season on a positive note? Well, I mean, it, it feels great. Uh, I mean, you know, Squatchy's the, the two seed in our district, so, so to get the win over them last night was, was really big for us. What were some of the things that really stood out about your team's performance in the game on Friday night? Well, I mean, we, we held them 26 points, so, so obviously we played pretty well defensively and and, and even had them lower than that, you know, toward the end of the game, we, we made some some uh, turnovers and miscues that, that they were able to, to score quite a few. But, uh, you know, we, we were pretty solid defensively. Coach, you get set to go into the district tournament. And uh, York Institute, they look like kind of a powerhouse there, ranked number two in the state at the top of the district. Uh, do you see any teams being able to really compete with that uh, powerful York team in this upcoming tournament? Honestly, no, not, not, not in our district. Uh, you know, possibly in our region. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, Westmoreland and Cannon County have both got pretty good teams, but uh, I, I would have to think that, that York's is as good as anybody in the state right now. You want to get to region. You want to get to that next round because anything can happen once you get to region that kind of, you know, gets you to the doorstep, substate, and on and so on and so forth. What do you feel like your team really needs to do to, to get in there, compete, and get at birth in region and maybe make a little noise there in the postseason? Well, we've got to continue to play well defensively, and and you know through, throughout the season we we've just had spots where we score inconsistently, and uh, you, you know that that's something we continue to work on, and and that's something you're just going, not going to be able to do once you get in a big tournament game. We've got members of the Jackson County Lady Blue Devils here at Chick-fil-A this morning. We're going to talk to them right now. We'll come back to Coach Brown in a few moments. We'll start with uh, Riley Thomas, uh, one of the seniors on the basketball team for the Jackson County Lady Blue Devils. And, uh, Riley, it being your senior season, what's that feel like for you? Oh, it's fun. It's great. It's been a really good season with the team. What do you feel like is the bond of this team? What really makes you all close on and off the court? I think just the time in the locker room before and after games and before and after practices. Is there a tight, I guess, a tight bond of this senior class for Jackson County? Yes, we uh, started out with 13 my freshman year, and now it's just the two of us, me and Jacqueline Agee. Wow. I mean, when you look at that and 13 all the way down to two, some perseverance there, obviously, to stick with that. But, but I mean, how, how unreal does it seem that you, your class is down to just the last two of you? Oh, it's very unreal. I was very surprised when it did happen. Riley, how long have you been playing the game of basketball? And through the years of playing, what have you seen in terms of growth in your individual game? Um, I've seen a lot. I've been working with coaches and different trainers and stuff. Um, definitely defense and my shooting. 
Coach Kevin Thomas, the boys coach, obviously your dad, and uh, has to be a big influence on you. What, what was it like growing up being the coach's daughter? Just as you could imagine it, everybody knowing you, all the refs knowing you, having to work extra hard just so people can't say stuff. Now, Dad, is he more like Dad or more like Coach when he's working with you with basketball? Oh, definitely more like Coach. <laughs> this Jackson County team, what do you think you could accomplish before it's all said and done? You're to the point where it's back to zero and zero, and uh, anything that happens you can make happen on the court. What can you all accomplish? Um, I think if we just keep working hard that we could possibly go farther into regions. And I think that the more work we put in, the better it will be for us. Riley, kind of the leadership role, do you embrace that? Have you kind of embraced that as a senior this year? Uh, I think I have. I think with just the two of us that we kind of just share that role and we just try to lead our team as far as we can. When you step away next year and these younger players step up, what are some things that you're trying to leave etched in their minds as they'll be the ones taking over as leaders? Uh, just to push your team and encourage them with whatever they do. All right, Riley, thank you for joining us. We'll get Jacqueline Agee up next. And, Jacqueline, I'm going to ask you the same question about being a senior and a leader. Is that a, a role that you've embraced this year? I mean, I haven't really played much because I've been hurt this whole season, really. But I've got to play and enjoy and help with the other players and just encourage them to do their best. Do you see yourself as kind of that extra coach on the sideline maybe? I mean, I encourage them. I don't really give them. <laughs> coach Brown won't let you coach much. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like throughout your basketball career? What are some great memories that you're going to take with you? Definitely winning our senior night last night and enjoying our, my teammates and playing with them as much as I can. When you talk about senior night, how emotional was it? It was pretty emotional not getting to see him if after the season. Right. Going to college. Yeah. Get, get a little teary-eyed maybe? Yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. bit. What's it going to feel like when it's all said and done and you've played there, you know, y'all played that final game of the season? It'll definitely be sad because our season's over and we don't get to play anymore. What do you enjoy most about this this team, this group of girls? It's like family. You get to hang out with them, see each other every day, you get to play with them. It's pretty fun. Now, when you're not playing basketball, do y'all still hang out? Definitely. Definitely. Is there anything y'all like to do? I know when I ask guys this question, they always talk about hunting and fishing and stuff. What What do the ladies do? Watch movies. Watch <laughs> movies? Y'all don't do any hunting and fishing? No. No? Okay. Leave that up to the guys. All right. Jacqueline Agee, one of the seniors on the basketball team. We'll come down to Aaron Davidson. And, uh, Aaron, you're a junior, so you're going to be cast into that senior leadership role next year. Are you ready for that? Um, I definitely have some big shoes to fill, uh, but I think I can do it as long as they still support me and come to the games. I've always heard if you got big shoes to fill, you need to have big feet. Is that the case? <laughs> um. <laughs> we'll find out next year, right? Yeah. We'll find out next year. What have you learned from these two ladies sitting next to you here? That as long as you have support behind you, you can accomplish anything. They have definitely supported me, even when I felt like I was literally playing the worst game of my entire life. What are some areas of growth that you've seen in your game? Let's just say over the past year, some areas you've worked to develop. Um, definitely on the inside or the more post region. I'm not very big or I'm linky, but still not – can hold my own and Jacqueline not getting able to play has definitely put me in a position where I have to finish more on the inside for my team and I've definitely learned how to do that better. Where would you like to see your game elevate to for next year as you get ready for your senior year? Um, I want to be able to create more shots for my team definitely and 
definitely uh, rebound more and learn to do some more inside moves so I can finish against bigger posts because I'm more one of the more smaller ones. Now, what are you going to miss about these two once they're gone? Definitely just having them there. Uh, getting a compliment or a pat on the back from them just makes me want to play ten times harder, especially winning their senior night last night. Uh, made me want to work extra hard because they deserve it. Absolutely. Always big to win senior night. Ladies, thank you for joining us. Aaron Davidson, Jacqueline Agee, Riley Thomas. Coach, we'll come back to you for just a moment. I'll get you to comment on these seniors because I know it's always tough to lose another senior class. What makes these young ladies special? Well, I mean, you, you build such a relationship with, with them over time. And, and like I said, we, we started out with a huge class, and, uh, and these are these are only two tough enough to, to stick through it with me. So, uh, uh, I mean, I, I appreciate it so much. I mean, everything they do, not just on the floor, but as they've said, in, in, in that dressing room, being, being that influence for those for those younger ones. And we've got a really young team this year, so that's that's been more important even more so this year. Coach, we wish you the best throughout the postseason. Uh, again, it's at 0-0, so anything goes when you get to the postseason. I know you know that better than anyone. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a fresh start, and uh, that's one of the best things I think about basketball. It's a tournament game, so we're, we're excited for our chances. Coach Jim Brown, Riley Thomas, Jacqueline Agee, Aaron Davidson from the Jackson County Lady Blue Devils basketball team joining us here at Chick-fil-A. Coach, thanks again for joining us today. Oh, thank you very much and appreciate all you guys do. Stay tuned. We've got plenty more to come. Stone Memorial Boys will join us live at the bottom of the hour. When we come back, we'll talk to Danny Fish, head coach of the District 6-4A champion Warren County Pioneers. This is a high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Bobcats to Tigers. They all get along here. Talking prep sports. The high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Warren County Pioneers ended their regular season on a winning note last night, taking down Udawa 63-24. As Warren County playing some great basketball of late, Coach Danny Fish joining us on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Now, Coach, early in the season when your team was still struggling quite a bit, you started 2-11 and and uh, finished out really strong at 12-4, and but uh, you told me back then you thought this team still had a chance to win the district championship. Now, of course, you didn't win the district title with a win over Shelbyville earlier this week. Did you really believe throughout the entire season that this team had that capability to win the district? Absolutely. I mean, how can uh, how can I get my guys to believe in something like that if I don't? Um, you know, I, we've talked many times to Tom, and I always felt like we were a couple possessions away, whether it be offensively or defensively. And, um, you know, those games early in the year, I mean, I think that we lost like eight games in total, like 24 points. Um, so you're losing games by buckets, not a bunch of buckets. Um, you know, and we just kept – cultivating that soul and you know helping keeping the faith and uh, you know it's got it's good to see the guys that you know reaping what they sowed early in the season because you know it's difficult when you're down and you know you're losing games and you got to stay real faithful and you know stay the course and you know be persistent and you know it says a lot about our guys and it says a lot about our staff and uh you know i'm just happy that uh that the guys have been able to check that box off their goal list this team started two and eleven, finished twelve and four, and like you mentioned, a lot of close results in those first few games where you got off to kind of a rocky start. What element was it? It may not be an individual element, but but what was it that kind of helped you turn that corner and get this team on a path where you did have a strong finish to the season? Well, I think that we, uh, you know, kind of found out our rotation. You know, early in the year we were playing a lot of guys, uh, you know, and we needed to because. 
you know, our, predominantly our team is, you know, was very inexperienced on the floor. Some not experienced in age, but just, you know, crucial moments and crucial times and crucial games, you know, learning how to make winning plays at winning moments is, is something that's learned. It's a skill, um, you know, and over time, you know, you hope that your players, you know, get better at that skill of being mentally tough in situations and uh, being able to clinch out games. But, you know, I think of it, you know, we we kind of downsized our rotation. You know, we put more emphasis on, you know, defensive pressure and, you know, creating offense from our defense. So, you know, with that being said, we kind of changed, you know, our starting rotation, you know, the way that we were rotating some guys. And, uh, you know, it seemed to seemed to benefit the whole team. So, uh, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And uh, that's kind of what we've been leaning on the past, you know, 15, 16 games. The team, a, a big win on Friday night over Udelwa to send the seniors out on a winning note in the regular season. Coach, how important it was it for you to finish out on a strong note and to send the seniors out on kind of a high note for the regular season? Well, you know, um, the seniors that we got, you know, they've been very committed to Warren County basketball and, you know, Warren County athletics over their entire careers here, not just, you know, for, for us at the high school. You know, these kids have been playing – in this community since they five six years old and um you know it's always good to be you know celebrate you know people and their accomplishments you know i mean anytime that it doesn't matter if it's basketball or, or whatever it is you know people put a lot of time and commitment you know sacrifice into their sport or into their club or um you know and that in itself should be celebrated you know for someone who loves to do something and tries to do it at a high level you should be you know celebrating that you know i mean a lot of kids they work real hard and they may not receive any you know any type of award or or anything like that and you know district play or something like that but that doesn't you know mean that their work is any any less you know than anybody else's you know kids celebrate them you know that's how that's what we're here for and uh you know, it was good that the guys went out on a good note last night. You know, we were able to get the painter in there, which was, you know, something that I was very appreciative of with the Udelbaugh coach. You know, Collins, one of our seniors, he tore his ACL in football. And uh, so he's had to miss the entire year, but he's been a four-year team member. And we was able to get him on there and put him underneath the basket. You know, we got the tip and threw it down there to him. And he scored two points, caught the timeout, and, um, you know, got a standing ovation from the crowd, and, uh, you know, it was good. You know, we can celebrate, you know, things like that. And uh, just happy for the guys and happy for the career. And I uh, just wanted to uh, continue on and uh, play as long as we can with them. That's wonderful when you get a player out there that's had to miss the entire season, been a four-year member of the basketball team. We're speaking with Warren County boys head basketball coach Danny Fish on the high school playbook. Coach, uh, you flip the page now. It's postseason time. Back to 0-0 zero zero for everybody. You get Shelbyville to open up the district tournament Tuesday evening. Uh, you've beaten them pretty handily two times, but uh, you know as well as anybody it's hard to beat somebody three times during the course of a season. What challenges do you expect in that uh, game against Shelbyville on Tuesday? Well, we've been, you know, um, I mean, we've been talking about it all year. Everything's preseason season. You know, I mean, we're focused on these games in front of us. Um, you know, we got goals that that we committed to early in the season, you know, June, to be honest with you, when we first got here, um, you know, that was the thing, you know, we're going to play for championships. I mean, everything before that is just learning experiences to, you know, build us up for that moment. And uh, 
we'll be focused on Chevrolet. I mean, Chevrolet's a good team. Uh, they got some good pieces. I mean, you know, we 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 were able to, you know, establish our defensive pressure, you know, both games. But um, there's ways that they can give us problems if, you know, they get the ball real well and we're not able to create some uh, – some offense from our defense, you know, it, it could be a different different type of game. So uh, we're just trying to focus on Shevel, um, you know, hopefully, you know, move past that game and get into the district championship game, you know, which is very important because we'd like to be able to host that first round of the regional, um, you know, preferably, you know, win it and, uh, you know, stay the one for us. So, um you know, that's, that's the things that we got, you know, going down next week that we're really focused on right now because uh, everybody's 0-0, zero, zero, like you said, and everybody knows that it's just one game at a time and, uh, you know, everybody's fighting for their last breath now. So, Warren County heads into the district tournament as District 6-4A regular season champions. Coach Danny Fish joining us in the high school playbook. Coach, always great to talk to you. Good luck moving forward here in the postseason. Yes, sir, Tommy. I appreciate you, man. The Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats wrapped up their regular season with a victory last night at home over Stone Memorial, 49-37, to as Ellie Butler scored 16 points. Aliyah Melton added 11. Coach Leslie Riddle joining us on the high school playbook. Livingston Academy and Upperman coach tied for first place in the regular season at 10-2. and Now there's uh, got to be a tiebreaker to determine the number one overall seed. What will be that tiebreaker to determine the number one overall seed? Well, this year it's going to go all the way down to the to the coin toss. Um, we obviously do the head to head like everybody else first, and then and then in our district it is who beat the higher seed. Um, and of course, we Upperman and, and Livingston, of course, split, and then each of us lost one time to White County, so that's our two losses. So we can't can't break the tiebreaker like that. So we have to go all the way down to the coin toss. Is that kind of uh, nerve-wracking, having to go to that coin toss, knowing that uh, I guess the number one seed gets the bye and the, the number two seed will play? Is it uh, just kind of wreck your nerves just a little bit? Uh, a lot, a <laughs> lot. But, you know, if you listen to my mother, I've never won a coin toss, and I don't think I have. <laughs> so uh, we'll just see how it goes. But honestly, you know, someone asked me, does it matter if you're one or two? And um, it, it does, but it doesn't because in this district, uh, like I've said all season, anybody can beat anybody on any given night, especially the top four. So, I mean, it puts you in a, in a bracket with Cumberland County or a bracket with White County, and, I mean, who knows playing those two teams who's going to win on any night. So um, in another district and, and that doesn't have four great teams, it might matter more, but honestly, uh, who knows if it's going to matter or not. It's going to be certainly tough either way you go. But, Coach, if you get that little extra day or two of rest, d- does that kind of make a difference? And I know this is being discussed, you know, all the way up through the collegiate levels too. Does the extra rest help or just having that extra game and kind of staying game-focused help you a little bit more? Well, I think it depends on your team. Um, I think it would help my team because we have, you know, five players that play so many minutes. I think it would really help our team, especially considering the first game of the district tournament is satellited to the home site or to the higher seed. So you're not going to get a game on the semifinal final game floor. You know, you're going to host it. So it, it would be better for my team if we could get that game off. Um, but again, some we, we might regret that at the point when we have those three or four practices where, again, we're beating each other up in practice and 
um, and, and kind of losing that game. So it's hard to say, but I do feel like it would be good for our team. Livingston Academy again wrapping up with a victory over Stone Memorial and District play on Friday night, 49-37. Coach Redelight came on the heels of a couple of losses to, of course, very good teams in White County and Upperman. How important do you feel like it was to get a victory in that last game and maybe try to, to work out a few bugs that you might have seen in those two prior games? Oh, it's very important. Um, I mean, obviously we had to win to have a share of the of the co-champion uh, position in the district, but uh, but you're right, losing those two. I mean, we knew Upperman and White County are great teams, and, and we could have lost to them the first time and, and could lose to them the next time and, and felt no shame in those losses. But you are dealing with high school you know, kids that you could shake their confidence a little bit if you don't dig out of that. And we were able to have a, a couple of good practices and kind of work on some new things as well. So um, it was really good and, and almost necessary, you know, to win that one. We're speaking with Livingston Academy girls head basketball coach Liz, Leslie Riddle on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, down the stretch of the regular season, you played most of your games on the road. I think five of your last eight were on the road. Does that kind of help get you in that tournament mentality, knowing you're going to have to travel quite a bit during the postseason? Well, we talked about that some during the time, and I hope it did. Um, I was really proud of the stamina, honestly, of our of our group, knowing we're playing five kids the majority of the time and other people, you know, uh, contributing when they can. And um, and I, we did get tired by the end of it. Um, but, you know, I, I was proud of it, and I think we did a good job handling it. And the uh, we're very fortunate this year. If we can make it to the region tournament, we're fortunate that that's going to be close. So the traveling's not going to be quite as far as it was during that little stretch. Um, so maybe that'll be an asset for us. When you reflect back on this regular season, 23-5 and five record at the end of the regular season, 10-2 and two in a very, very good District 7-3A. What would you say overall would be your summary of the regular season for your team? Um, I feel like there was a lot of growth. Um, I, I know that we uh, we had great expectations early and, and we started off really, really well. And um, You know, I don't know, 9-0 in the district at one time in, in a very tough district and um, but I, was, I feel like there's been a lot of growth as well. I know in our district everybody's grown and gotten a lot better as it's gone, as it's gone through. But uh, I'm real proud. I feel like this group has really come together. You know, we've got sophomores playing with seniors, and, and they honestly play a little bit of a different style, but I think they've meshed this, those styles together. So uh, I feel like we're in a really good place going into the tournament. The District 7-3A tournament, of course, will get underway this upcoming week. We'll have more details at the first of the week after the district coaches meeting coming up on Monday. Livingston Academy girls basketball coach Leslie Riddle, our guest on the high school playbook. Coach, as always, it's good to talk to you, and good luck to the Lady Wildcats throughout the postseason. Thank you, Tom. Opperman girls coach Dana McWilliams and Jackson County boys coach Kevin Thomas join us later in the program. When we come back, we'll have Stone Memorial coach Neil Capps and members of the Panther basketball team. This is the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Upper Cumberland's high school players and coaches gather here. Stone Memorial Panthers dropped one on the road to Livingston Academy last night, 63-53. to uh, but otherwise, they win the District 7-3A championship by a total of two games, in fact, over Livingston in the final district standings. Coach Neil Capps and members of the Panther basketball team here with us at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Coach, first of all, congratulations on winning the district. And uh, how good does it feel to win the district? And know you're going to have the, the district tournament, at least the semifinals and finals, on your home court. 
Well, you know, that's that was our goal at the beginning of the year. And I, and I alluded to that goal to the guys at, in that first day of practice. You know, when we when we had our meeting, our district meeting, and we knew that it wasn't going to be in a neutral site and, and we had a chance to host it, that was obviously a, a goal that we wanted to have because, you know, every, every coach, every coach in our league, that was their goal because every coach feels they that you play better at home. And we, we obviously felt that way too. And uh, we're just we're just pleased. I'm proud of the guys. Um, they played, uh, you know, just they've played really well this year. You know, obviously had a little hiccup there last night. Uh, Coach Miller had his guys ready to go. They they played a really good game, um, and you know, and that that makes us better. That helps us, you know, as we go into the postseason here. That really gives us something to, to stuff to work on and get better at. And, but uh, yeah, we're we're excited to to be hosting and then uh, looking forward to the opportunity going into the postseason. Coach, what are some of those things that you feel like you still want to kind of work some bugs out as you do get set for tournament play? Just defensively, you know, last night defensive de- defensive uh, situations, rebounding, uh, guarding the perimeter better, We, you know, which we've done really good all year, but maybe we haven't as coaching as a coaching staff, me as the head coach, maybe not have emphasized uh, lately, you know, because you don't get, you, you, you know, you, you get what you coach, you know, and if, if we've been focusing on other things and, you know, with a little time on our hands here as we go, you know, go, go into next week where we may not play until Thursday, Friday, you know, we can we can get back in the gym and work on some things that maybe we have neglected, uh, you know, and, and, and we know and understand uh, going into the postseason, it's not a whole lot of transition now. You know, it's going to be a half-court game. There's going to be a lot more lower-scoring games where you're going to have to execute offensively in the half-court. You're going to have to get stops in the half-court. Teams aren't going to turn it over as much. You know, when you get in games that matter, you're going to have to win those 41-42 games, you know, uh, you know, 55-54 games. So it's really going to it's really going to challenge you and um, and and that's what that's the benefit of a game last night on the road in that great environment really does for you. It kind of shows a, a few warts, you know, but those are things that uh, we can work on and correct and 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 help us be better going into the postseason. You made a statement before we went on the air here about getting back to state and how this year you're not sneaking up on anybody as as you were last year. How does that kind of change things for you going into the postseason? Well, Every game we've played is, you know, the student sessions have been bigger. Uh, you know, you you hear, you know, last night, you know, you hear, you know, nobody last year called us overrated, uh, you know, in, in the stands, you know. But this year we're getting a lot more of it. The crowds are bigger um, because, you know, and that's that's a test to the, these young men and the and their efforts and the hard work they've put in. And it matters because now you get everybody's best effort. Uh, and last night was just an example of that. It was a great environment up there in Livingston uh, last night on senior night. And, and uh, it was it, that is a tournament, and I told the guys, that's a tournament-style situation for right. us, uh, you know, that you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to thrive in uh, down the road because you never know where you may have to wind up and go play a, a, a road game at, a, a region game at, a, a sub-state game at, where uh, you're going to have to go to, to a hostile environment 
And, uh, you know, I always tell you, people on the, when you're on the road, home teams run faster, jump higher, mm-hmm. play harder. Yep. And, uh, and you know, so that's that was good for us. And, um, you know, uh, that that's made us better this year because every night we got to be sharp. Every night we got to be sharp. And, you know, we're sitting at 22 and 4. So I, I, I feel our guys have gotten sharper every game. And I'm, I'm just really, really pleased with their efforts this year. We got five members of the Panther basketball team joining us here. Chick-fil-A. We'll start with Matthew Bilbrey and uh, Matthew, this being your senior season, what does that feel like for you? Um, well, it's kind of cool that we made it this far and like all the things that I've accomplished so far in high school, I just want to you know, keep going as far as we can this year with the team. Does it feel like a little bit of unfinished business after you did get to state last year? You got a little taste of that. Do you want to get back there and uh, maybe take it a step further? Yeah, for sure. We were really close to beating Greenville last year, just a few tiny plays away down the stretch. And I think we could have won it all last year. I think we can win it all this year as well. Now, you guys said something again before we went on the air about getting to state is one of the goals what are some of the other goals that you still got before the season's done um just winning a district championship region championship winning the sub state and then winning state how, how good is it going to feel to have the district tournament at home i mean it's it's huge like we play we play good everywhere but like at home it's just a different thing we have a great student section great fan base always comes out and supports us we play a lot better at home Matthew Bilbrey joining us here on the High School Playbook. We'll come to Connor Bowman up next. And, uh, uh, Connor, being a senior on the basketball team, have you embraced the leadership role being a senior this year? Uh, I'd like to say so. I tried to take over, like, the role of just lifting everybody up and getting them ready because I'm not going to take over the role as being the leading scorer, just t- getting all the points, but I try to just embrace through my part as a team member and just help everybody lift them up. In that regard, is do you kind of feel like you're you're sort of a – coach on the court and in practice like that that you're one of the ones that have been around for four years now yeah i like to just get everybody focused and just try and lift everybody to get ready because getting later into the season it's not going to be easy wins all around we're going to have to play our best at all times and be at peak what do you feel like this team needs to accomplish to get back to murfreesboro and have a shot at winning state this year we just need to all stay focused and stay together because if we're as like one unit, we can't be beaten. Just knock our shots down, play together, and then I think we're good. All right, Connor Bowman joining us here on the high school playbook. We'll get Blake Holt, the next senior up. And uh, uh, Blake, what's it been? Has these four years, have they gone by in kind of a blur for you? Or it seems like it's been four long years. Um, To be completely honest, it has kind of went by in a blur. Yeah. But – I mean, it's been fun every every second of it. Haven't hasn't been a moment I haven't been happy playing basketball for Coach Cab. So, yeah. Do you think it'll be emotional once you played that final game? Yeah, it definitely will be. <laughs> definitely will be. Now, if you're hoisting a gold ball after your uh, final game, how will that feel? <laughs> that might, there might be some different emotions than some happy happy tears. Not sad ones, but, yeah. So a little bit exhilarating. What, what's maybe one memory that stands out in your mind of your playing time at Stone Memorial? Um, Hard to pick just one. Yeah. I'd probably say, like, just hanging out with the team when we went to state last year, just hanging out in the hotel, just running around, having fun. Well, let's just say the best is yet to come, and uh, if you hoist a gold ball, that'll be a memory you'll always have for sure. Definitely. Good luck to you. Nathan Houston's our next senior. And, uh, uh, Nathan, again, again, what's the four years been like for you at Stone Memorial? Um, <clears throat> it's been really fast, but 
it always slows down during basketball season, which I'm very thankful for. So it's been really good. What are some things in your individual game that you've seen grow and develop over the last four years that maybe surprises you a little bit that you got better in certain areas? Um, I really think that during the summer is when I grow the most because we'll do our team camps and we'll have um, the coaches will help us more individually and we'll get better with skill aspects. What would you like the lasting legacy of the senior class to be at Stone Memorial? I'd like to be known for what we did and all the things we accomplished, and I think we're on the right track for that. All right, Nathan Houston, one of our seniors joining us today. We've got a sophomore with us as well, and Kay Caps. And, uh, Kate, you've had another fantastic senior for or season, I should say, for Stone Memorial. What are some areas of growth that you've seen in your game since your freshman year? Uh, I mean, I've added like 20 pounds in the offseason, so – I gotten a lot stronger, and you know we're obviously since I've been on at Stone, we've won a lot as a team and stuff. So that's been cool. You're one of the players in district that you know you've got a target on your back each and every night. Does that kind of challenge you a little bit more and amp you up going into games each night? Yeah, but I like it, so it's good. <laughs> it makes you play, puts a little more fire in your belly, right? Yeah. What do you think you need to do in terms of future growth in your game? Just keep staying in the weight room and getting stronger in my legs and upper body and then just hopefully try to get more explosive. What have you learned from this senior class? Uh, I learned a lot, you know. They're great influences on and off the court. And, uh, you know, they teach me a lot. Now, I seem kind of laughing. Is there, <laughs> is, uh, is there, some, is there something to that? <laughs> uh, not really. I mean, kind of, I guess. But they do. They uh, When I was a freshman, they was all, like, real good to me. You know, some teams wouldn't like, like if a freshman played a lot. Last year they was real good to me, so. They're kind of like big brothers, right? Yeah. I guess they pick on you a little. You probably pick on them some too, I guess, right? Yeah, just a little bit. All right. K-Caps joining us. Coach, we'll come back to you guys. Thank you so much for being here today. And, uh, uh, Coach, again, getting back to Murfreesboro this year being, being a goal. Obviously, you've got more goals. But uh, what's going to take to accomplish it? Well, you know, we – got to make shots you got to you know it's getting timely stops multiple stops in a row you're going to have to hit those timely shots um in critical moments execution offensively in the half court and you got to have a lot of things go right for you you know you got to avoid that big injury you've you've got to have you know just it's a lot of execution on both ends of the floor and just making those little plays, you know, the timely box out, the diving on the floor and getting an extra possession here, an extra possession there. And it's so many things that the casual fan just doesn't pick up on. But there's so many little things that that has to go right for you in, in the season. And, and obviously with last year being the first time we've ever went, you know, I, I have a lot of comparison on what it's like not to go. So it, it, looking back, there was a, it's just a lot of little things that you have to execute with, with with at the right time and uh you, you know finishing out games you know uh, situationally you, you know if you got a lead protecting a lead if you're behind you got to be able to you got to be able to execute defensively to get stops and get multiple stops in a row to get back in it and, and execute and get shots that you can get back in it you know so it's it's tough even though we feel that we might be a little bit more skilled have more more bullets in the belt so to speak this year than last it, it's there's no guarantees, and we understand that. And uh, the, obviously, uh, that 
like like I told you before we come on air, it's everybody's goal mm-hmm. in Tennessee to get to the state tournament. But uh, there's but it, it is a absolute a uh, lot of things have to go right for you. But uh, we're going to try to get as many things right as we can to try to get back there because you know like these like we said. These young men have established that goal, and that's something. And, and you know, I was always, always been told, shoot for the stars, and if you hit the moon, that's all right. That's pretty good. So they're shooting for the stars, and I'm proud of them. They're a good group of young men, and uh, I'm just thankful to be in a situation to get to work with them every day. Coach Caps, good luck to you and the Stone Memorial Panthers moving forward. Thank you, guys, and thanks for having us today. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Coach Neil Caps, and members of the Stone Memorial Panther basketball team, we'll talk some Upperman girls basketball when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn builders built by mountain barn builders the high school playbook covering every school across the upper cumberland for you the upperman lady bees into the regular season with a win over to cab county 67 to 44 on friday night lady bees head basketball coach dana mcwilliams joining us on the high school playbook coach your team battled back to end up in a tie for the regular season district championship in district 73a how determined was this team to fight for that regular season championship? We didn't really talk about as far as, you know, trying to be be the champion necessarily, but we talked about uh, we lost to Livingston at home. That was our second loss in the district, and we talked about just kind of trying to control what we can control and taking it one game at a time and then let things fall however, however they fall. And I felt like we've done a really good job of that. Getting focused, uh, you know, when we lost that game to Livingston, we, we, we had a lot that we could learn from in, in that, and and hopefully um, we'll continue uh, to improve on some things. Um, to push. But really proud of the kids, you know, it, you, when you, you have two losses there in this league. We, we knew this league is, is so tough that, you know, there's a good chance their two losses would, would have an opportunity to win Coach, it comes down, it seems like, more so to matchups these days once you get to the postseason. And, and not to leave out the, the bottom three teams in this district, but the top four, there seem like there are some quirky matchups there when you start talking about Upperman, Livingston, you know, Cumberland County factoring in there, White County. Do you see it that way that there's some kind of quirky matchups that, uh, you know, one team may give you a little more problems in certain areas than another does? I think that's always in basketball. I think that's every year there's different teams that have have trouble uh with different matchups and people people always question they look at the score and they think that's the team that should win based on a score from another and it, it really doesn't have anything to do with that uh most all basketball games come down to the matchups and i can remember years ago uh when uh coach dodgen was at at cannon if i'm if i'm not mistaken i beat him twice uh he beat livingston twice and I, and and livingston beat me twice and it, it happened we just the, the matchups were kind of were kind of strange, so we had a three-way tie for first. So we've seen that for years, um, uh, and and nothing I don't think changed uh, this year either. We just you know, but from top to bottom in our district, we just we have we have a lot of quality teams. I asked Coach Riddle this earlier in the program, and I'll ask you the same question: Is it a bit nerve-wracking when it comes down to just a coin flip? You've done all you could do on the co- on the court, but to uh, claim that number one seed is going to come down to a toss of a coin. Is that a bit nerve-wracking for you? Well, not, not necessarily. You know, for both teams, uh, and congratulations to, to Livingston too. Both teams um, share the uh, district. Uh, regular season championship as, as co-champion so that that is for seeding but um you know both both uh us and and livingston 
you know, a, a great season, and it's it's tough to win uh, this district. So, uh, you know, really proud uh, that we have an opportunity to do that. And you know, sure, you, you would like you like to win the flip because that gives you an automatic um, buy to the to the region tournament. So obviously, everyone wants to win, but I would I wouldn't necessarily call it you know nerve wracking. Opperman finishes out the regular season with a 67-44 win over DeKalb County as we speak to Lady B's head coach Dana McWilliams on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach Abigail Johnson, 20 points. Gracie Butler, 15 last night. Senior night on your home court. Uh, I know these seniors are very special to you. We've talked about that some during the regular season, but uh, just really now and kind of reflecting back and knowing the postseason's moving forward, how do you really feel about the senior class and what's been really special about them? Well, last night was at the cab, actually. It wasn't on our home court. So, uh, But these seniors, you know, Abigail, what a great what a great player. Uh, just found out this week she's a Miss Basketball finalist. And, uh, you know, there's no, nobody more deserving than Abigail for that. She's had a, a fantastic career, fantastic season for us. Um, and Jayla Cobb got her 500 assists last night, which is only the fourth person ever in our program to, to reach that milestone of, of 500 assists, which is, you know, says a lot about her. Uh, what a, what a great teammate, you know, Jayla does so many things that go unseen for, uh, some people. She's probably, uh, one of the best, not, if not the best pastor that, that we've ever had in our program. And we're, we're really proud of her and, uh, what she brings and, and on the defensive end and just, uh, you know, just a complete player. Those two have played together all the way up, probably since second or third grade. And you can just you can tell their team chemistry is is, is really special out there. Those two play as good together as a combo as, as any two uh, players that I've I've had together. So it's really special to watch them uh, where they'll you know they'll finish their their career together and they started it together and started it with ball girls on our team. Uh, they were ball girls for a long time. Um, in our program, um, both our parents, uh, coach in, in, at our school. And, you know, we're, we're just, we're, uh, we're really proud. Uh, you know, Joe's mom, uh, didn't coach this year, but she's coached us, coached with us all the way up until this year. And, um, we're just really excited for both of them that we know that, you know, they're both going on to play in, in college and they're going to have incredible careers and, and, uh, they're just great people, so they're going to be successful in, in life. Absolutely. A great uh, a great senior class there at Upperman High School, and good luck to Abigail Johnson for sure being named a finalist for Miss Basketball, as you mentioned. Upperman 25-3 and three, heading into the district tournament. Coach Dana McWilliams has been our guest on the high school playbook. Coach, looking forward to an exciting postseason. Good luck to you and the Lady Bees moving forward. Thank you so much. More to come as the High School Playbook continues from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. This is the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook continues. Meet the athletes in your backyard. UCSportsNation.com Good to talk to trades today. We will have our interview posted with Coach Kevin Thomas of the Jackson County Blue Devils. You can check that out online by visiting our website at uh, ucsportsnation.com and be sure to follow UC Sports Nation for all the upcoming tournament information, all district teams, player interviews, and much more, ucsportsnation.com. Well, like I said earlier in the program, the regular season is 
basically over, but there are a handful of regular season games involving Upper Cumberland teams still to go. Tonight, Clark Range will travel up to Crossville to take on Cumberland County in a non-district matchup. Bledsoe County will head down to Spencer to take on Van Buren County. York Institute will get a bit of a challenge tonight. They'll head over to Murfreesboro to take on Oakland. And the last regular season game featuring teams from the Upper Cumberland will be on Monday night. It's Lebanon at Cookville. That's going to be a big game on the girls' side of the bracket in particular as the winner of that game. Well, if Cookville wins, they outright win District 9-4A. If uh, Lebanon wins that game, then there's a tie, and obviously they will go to tiebreakers from that point on. Now the district tournaments will get underway this week. What we do know right now is the District 6-1A. The number one seed will be either Whitwell or Van Buren County. The number two seed will be either Whitwell or Van Buren County, and South Pittsburgh is the third seed on the girls' side. On the boys' side, the number one seed is the Van Buren County Eagles. South Pittsburgh, the number two seed. Whitwell, the number three. There's only three teams in that district, so three will play two, and then they'll play one for the championship. District 7-1A begins Tuesday night at Jackson County High School. All the games will be played there. District 5-2A games start on Tuesday night as well at Monterey High School. And it'll be the 4-5 matchup, Jackson County taking on Bledsoe County on the girls' side, Bledsoe County, Sequatchie County on the boys' side. It's 7-1A Red Boiling Springs, Gordonsville, the girls' matchup Tuesday. And the boys' matchup will be Clark Range at Red Boiling Springs. 7-3A is still yet to be determined. The district meeting coming up on Monday. And then you've got District 6-4A, which will be held at Coffee County High School. Warren County will meet Shelbyville, both girls and boys, in the first round of that tournament. And District 9-4A still yet to be determined with some district games outstanding there. I want to thank our guests today, Jim Brown, members of the Jackson County Lady Blue Devils, Neil Caps, and members of the Stone Memorial Panthers, Coach Danny Fish, Coach Leslie Riddle, Coach Kevin Thomas and Coach Dana McWilliams for our studio producer, Will Hearn, and our on-site producer, Elizabeth Fortune, for the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed. Added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close. Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now. UCSportsNation.com. 